With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip-hop beats, and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The 2021 MLB season is here, and although the seats may not be full, your bankroll has the chance to be. Greg Hoops Peterson has you covered for every game, every day this season, along with comprehensive analysis and angles for getting to the window while celebrating the walk-off winners and blown saves of what will be a wild season. Now it is time for the Baseball Betting Podcast with Greg Peterson. A warm up for Lee Lowe. Welcome to Lovey Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Podcast. Myself, Greg Peterson. Got a great podcast for you. These podcasts, you're going to notice, they're getting a little bit shorter because, well, we're getting down to the end of the baseball season. Now it is the Atlanta Braves up in the World Series by a count of 1-0. to zero. In the second segment, John Jansen is going to be reacting to a little bit of what we wound up seeing in Game 1. Since obviously we didn't get a lot of length out of either of these stars. Looking forward to Game 2 and just the series in general. What we think is going to be happening from a little bit of a side and total perspective these next few games. Especially with these bullpens likely being used for quite a few innings moving forward. And then in the final segment... Gonna give you guys picks and analysis for game two of the World Series and a little something you like to call touch them all. First things first, always love to be able to answer Twitter questions on this podcast. And you got one of two ways to be able to fire those in. First one is my Twitter timeline at GUnit underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters EM, naming does not matter. So as per usual, please send these into the timeline. And the other way is via an Apple podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. And then from there, you're able to fire whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five star review. Did not wind up getting in any Twitter questions today, but game one of the World Series was a slobber knocker. And if you, much like me, wound up having the under, well, it got there with a big giant sweat in between. So let's take a look back at it and try to get to know these teams a little bit better. A game from yesterday is Greg buzzing about. Here is the rowdy recap. Bullpen use was high in game one as 
the teams wound up getting a combined 13 outs from their starters as Framber Valdez won a hearty two innings, giving up five runs, all of which were earned, including a pair of homers. Going deep for the Atlanta Braves, Ode Soler, a leadoff home run, and then Edmund Duvall in the top of the third inning would go deep as well. From there, the bullpen did a really good job. Emi Garcia, scoreless inning. Phil Maton, a scoreless inning. Brooks Raley, one and two-thirds inning, scoreless. Ryan Stanek gives up one run in an inning. And Jake Odorizzi, two and a third inning, scoreless. And he wound up having five punch-outs in the process. Braves would strike out a grand total of 12 times in this game. And a Astros lineup that has struck out on fewer than 20% of their at-bats. The lowest mark in all of baseball. They punched out 11 times with Charlie Morton on a broken fibula. Wind up getting a few of those punches. Punch-outs. He winds going two and a third innings, had to leave due to the injury, didn't give up anything. From there, A.J. Minter really did a good job for the Atlanta Braves. Two and two-thirds innings out of the bullpen, gives up one run in the process. Luke Jackson gives you five outs from there. Tyler Madzik gives up a run in one and a third innings. Jordan Alvarez had what looked like was going to be a home run. It winds up being a triple instead. And then Will Smith gets jiggy with it in the ninth inning. He does not give up anything in his scoreless inning. And for the Atlanta Braves, Every single one of their starters and pretty much every single one of the players that wound up receiving an at-bat in this one wound up being able to draw a hit. And now it is to 1-0 in favor of the Atlanta Braves and a little bit of the opposite of what we've wound up seeing quite a bit of in this postseason. In this postseason, we've seen the home team win about two-thirds of games and in the Championship League series between the National League and the American League, nine out of those 12 games wound up going over the total. This first one winds up going under, but I'm sure that John Jansen has a little bit of a similar opinion to myself that the unders are probably not going to be holding up throughout the entirety of the postseason. So let's bring on John Jansen. Does a great job with Fox Sports Philadelphia. The Gambler also does some work with SiriusXM Fantasy Network. He's going to be joining me next right here on the Baseball Voting Podcast with myself, Greg Peterson. Greg is calling in a pinch hitter from the Overtime Network Hotline. Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Podcast. Myself, Greg Peterson. It is great to be joined by our guest. This man does a terrific job over there in the great city of Philadelphia as John Jansen OC show The Line Change as on Fox Sports Philadelphia, The Gambler from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Time. If you're looking Pacific Time, that is from 5 to 8 every Monday through Friday. I know that he does some work over there with SiriusXM, their fantasy network as well, Win Daily Sports as well. This is a man that covers a little bit of everything. Has joined me quite a bit on this podcast and always brings it. And to be able to follow John on Twitter as at first letter of his first name, J, and then his last name, Jansen, J-A-N-S-E-N, and then the numbers three and four, and John Great to have you aboard. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, man. And already an interesting start to the World Series for sure. Yes, sir. We are doing this as it is the seventh inning of Braves versus Houston Astros. So we don't know the final outcome, but right now looking good for the Atlanta Braves up by a count of five to one. What we do know is that there's going to be a lot of pressure in game two on both of these starters to be able to lend some length because from Valdez, he was able to get six outs. He gave up five runs. It was cataclysmically bad. You were hoping for a whole heck of a lot more if you were the Astros. And then Charlie Morton, he winds up leaving after two and a third innings. He pitched with a broken leg for a few of those batters. Wound up getting a strikeout of Jose Altuve with a broken leg. I mean, just absolutely insane. But the Atlanta Braves, they had to deep dive into their bullpen as well as a result. And now I really think that a lot of the handicap for game two is going to be who do you think is going to lend more length? Max Freed and Jose Urquidy. And I'm not sure what your thoughts are, but have to give the advantage of Freed here. 
Yeah, I think I do have to give the advantage to Freed. I think he's been pitching spectacular as of late. 16.2 innings so far in the postseason. He's given up 19 hits, but only seven earned runs in those 16 and two-thirds. But we've known that Max Freed has the stuff. And you know, this is the thing with the Braves that shouldn't be, I guess, too surprising that they're in the World Series and playing as well as they have been. Because a guy like Max Freed is a tremendous pitcher. Just that he dealt with a little bit of injury problems. And then when he came back from that, had to kind of find his footing again. Again, but he's found it, and I think the talent that he has shown, especially last season when he was just a tremendous pitcher, and I think at ERA sub two, I mean, he was unbelievable last season, even in a shortened season. He's such a talented pitcher, and I think we've been seeing every bit of that, and I think we're going to see that here as well. Houston's a tough lineup, but I think the Braves are as well. I want to give the edge here to Max Freed. I do as well. I do think that Freed is going to be able to do a solid job. But when I take a look at the Houston Astros, what I think is really interesting is that I feel like their bullpen is lacking a little bit compared to that of the Atlanta Braves. But one notable thing with the Astros is that they wound up holding back Christian Javier. They made sure that he did not wind up pitching in game one, which I thought was a very smart move because with Christian Javier, if you're looking for someone for length on really both of these sides, I think that he's really the main guy, someone that wound up starting much of the 2020 season, began 2021 making nine starts before coming out of the bullpen as sort of a super reliever. We saw it throughout the team's first two series this playoff, him giving between two and three innings and a lot of his sense. I think that that's going to be really big because Jose Urquidy has only pitched once here in the postseason and boy did it not go as playing against the Boston <laughs> Red Sox. So I think that he's going to be a key weapon because you always want to be gauging the starting pitchers when it comes to a matchup, no doubt, in baseball. But at the same time, I think that almost as big of a handicap is how Christian Javier is going to be able to do in this game. Yeah, it is because Christian Javier, you know, he's been pitching so far in the short amount of times he's been in the postseason. It's just with the Astros to me, like the deeper they get into their bullpen, it does seem like they're going to have to go pretty deep into their bullpen for this game. It seems like they're just kind of walking through a landmine, like a landmine field and just one bad pitcher just seems to ruin a game for him. And that's the problem I just have with the Astros is they can't go too deep into the bullpen because when they do, just one guy can completely ruin a game. And I just think that's a really dangerous game to be playing against the Braves lineup, which is full of really dangerous hitters. So a game that's likely going to be going deep into their bullpen, even if Christian Javier pitches well, how many innings is he going to be able to eat? I think that's an an even bigger question. Again, the deeper they get into this Astros bullpen, the more concerned I get because it just seems like it takes one or two of these guys to really blow up and lose them a game. Yep, I am right there with you. And I do think that moving forward, as we do have John Jansen of Fox Sports Philadelphia, the gambler, joining me on the podcast, that runs are certainly not going to be at a premium. I think that we're going to see quite a few runs here in the latter half of this postseason and the series in general. Because you take a look at the Atlanta Braves, we mentioned it. Charlie Morton, he winds up leaving game one. He is done for the postseason now. We don't know who's going to be replacing him on the roster, so you got to figure that the Braves are going to get some sort of an arm to be able to give them a little bit of something. But, I mean, is it really going to be anyone that that's great? Probably not. I mean, I think that they wound up having to add Kyle Wright to the rotation a little bit later as well due to an injury, which that's not a place where you necessarily want to be. But I do take a look at just this World Series in general, especially with the Astros prior to yesterday, having scored at least five runs in 12 out of their last 13 games in the month of October that I think that we're going to see some higher scoring games moving forward. Yeah, I think we are because one thing I really liked about the Braves is I thought they have a deeper bullpen, but I just thought the flexibility and how they could even just move around guys like Morton, Anderson, and Freed. You know, I thought that, you know, those three being available to use a 
sort of any point that they didn't have to go so deep that they could survive using those three guys whenever they needed to, of course, getting starts, but then pitching them maybe on three days rest and having them start or having one of those guys come in in a critical part of a game later on in the series and be able to eat up a few innings for them and then have Madsick, Smith, Minter, Chavez all pitch well and use them when they need to. But now, you know, they are going to have to get some innings here out of maybe Martin, out of Smiley, out of Luke Jackson, as we're seeing. They have to go a little bit deeper, and I just don't know if they do, you know, once they get into the Jacksons, once they get into the Smileys, how much those guys are going to hold up against a really dangerous Astros lineup, too. So I think the injury to Charlie Morton does change things pretty drastically in this series because, as we well know, Teams like to use starting pitchers, especially good ones like Charlie Morton, and we've seen Max Scherzer use in this way as well, that basically use them at any chance that they can get. And losing one of their best to an injury like that, that is going to hurt. And I think it does kind of lead to some runs here for the Astros as well. And both of these lineups, I think, are going to eat in this series. Yep, and when you take a look at the Atlanta Braves yesterday, every one of their nine starters got at least one hit in the game yesterday, and that's not even mentioning the Houston Astros and all that they had been able to do prior to Tuesday. So no question, I do think that we're going to see runs of plenty there. And when I just take a look moving forward, if there is going to be value on this series, just with regards to the series price, I think that you wind up taking a look at Houston more towards the back half of it. I was mentioning it. I do think that the Astros are ultimately going to be the team that winds up winning the World Series, but I did not like them in game one. I think that in game two, the Braves had the advantage with Max Free being able to go. But now you pretty much have Max Freed. Ian Anderson, I think, is going to be able to lend them a very solid start as well. And now his start is going to become all the more important when they wind up heading back to Atlanta. But I take a look at the Astros. If they wind up getting down 2-0 like I think that they're going to, I think that that's really the opportunity to strike, especially when it comes to road games. I just think that in general, this is going to be a series in general that's going to lend itself to a lot of value if you wind up heading on both teams. And like I was mentioning a little bit earlier, betting on the overs. Yeah, I think it is going to be a lot of overs in this one. The Astros lineup is one that, and it's the experience too. Like I thought we saw that against the Red Sox that, you know, they were able to stick in that series a little bit, but the experience from the Astros in those kind of postseason games and the fact that they are so relentless when it comes to their lineup, the Red Sox just kind of ran out of gas. And I expect that to maybe happen a little bit with the Braves. The only thing I'd be sort of concerned about is the pitching becomes so much of a problem for the Houston Astros, which I think there is a little bit. Even with Charlie Morton out, I would still give a slight edge to the Braves pitching. I just am concerned that the Astros pitching sort of completely falls apart here and the Braves lineup, which is really talented. You know, Rosario is doing well. Ozzie Albies has been outstanding. Austin Riley, Freddie Freeman, you know, Solaire started the series off the home run. There is so much I like within this lineup that if they do go up 2-0, I think the Braves can end up finishing that because I, I just think the Houston Astros pitching staff is going to have a ton of trouble with this lineup, which of course is leading to once again, the ultimate factor here and that the overs are probably going to be the play in a lot of these games. And I am forever going to have a little bit of a soft spot in my heart for Ozzy Albies because he gave the nation free tacos yesterday. I need to take a look <laughs> to see exactly when that's going to be and what time. So that way I can add up about 17 different Taco Bells. So that way we've got dinner for a few nights. But with that said, a man that is always going to have you eaten, that is John Jansen because he does a great job of being able to make you some money in a wide variety of sports. I know that you have been quite frustrated with the Philadelphia 76ers, but you've done a great job of being able to <laughs> handicap the NBA. I know you're doing an absolutely tremendous job when it comes to all forms of football. 
night in and night out when it comes to baseball all season long. You've been doing a great job as well. So all the good people at home know they're able to follow you on social media and just everything that you've got going on in general. Yeah, follow me at jjansen34 and you can listen to the show. The line changed Monday through Friday, 8 to 11 on The Gambler. And if you're not in Philadelphia and can't listen on 1025 FM or 1480 AM, the iHeartRadio app. Greg, you know about that because of uh, certain places you work for, VEASAN, also on the iHeartRadio app. But yeah, same thing. Just go on iHeartRadio app, search up Fox Sports The Gambler, and it will come up. And also, windailysports.com. They have a free trial going on. You can check that out. Go over to the website, windailysports.com, and find that one-week free trial. But yeah, plenty of things going on. And yeah, so looking past the Eagles and looking at a pretty juicy board for the NFL this weekend. So I'm excited for that. Fading the Philadelphia Eagles has been quite good to me so far this year. So there's that. And hey, the Lions, four and three against the spread. They don't win games for you outright. Don't take the money line with them, but grabbing points with the Lions, they've been a little bit of a pesky team. So I've been looking at that for a little bit of value. I find more value with John Jansen, though, who does a great job time and time again whenever he joins this podcast and did so once again today. So, big thanks to him. Now it is that time of the podcast. Coming up next, I give you my side total analysis for Game 2 of the World Series and a little something you like to call Touch Em All. Welcome back to the Baseball Betting Podcast with Greg Peterson as we're off to a quality start. And now it's time to walk it off in a grand fashion. And we're back here in lovely Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Podcast. Myself, Greg Peterson. Always a pleasure to be joined by John Jansen of Fox Sports Philadelphia, the gambler. He brought it once again today, so a big thanks to him. Now it is that time to give you picks and analysis for Game 2 of the World Series and a little something like to call... Touch them all. If a game is listed on the betting board, Greg has a side and a total on it, so it is time to touch them all. Do note that as per usual, any changes that are made to these plays will be listed up on my Twitter feed at GRNSCORDY1. Do not worry, I have accounted for the high amount of bullpen use that we wound up seeing in Game 1, why I wound up coming up with these lines. We've got our New York Post pick as well, so let's dive into it. 9.53, 9.54 on the betting board. The Atlanta Braves hit the road face-off against the Houston Astros. Jose Arikidi is going to be going for the Strohs, and Mad Max Reed is going to be on the bump for the Atlanta Braves. The Braves are finding themselves as very slight underdogs in this spot. You're going to be getting them as bad as a minus 105, as good as a plus 103. Meanwhile, if you're taking a look at the Astros, getting them between minus 108 and minus 115, 8.5 is your total over and under anywhere between minus 105 and minus 115. I set this total a little bit north of 9. At 9, I would still be taking a look at the over as I want to be saying this as a 9.3 and I've got the Braves as a minus 128 favorite and I made the Braves money line the New York Post play of the day with the Braves. They have been tremendous. Whatever Max Reed has taken them out. 12 and 2 in his last 14 starts now. One of those losses was in his last start against the Atlanta Braves, and the Atlanta Braves touched him up really well. But you take a look at Freed, and he's been able to do a good job at the play of attack, giving up three runs or fewer with regards to earned runs in 13 out of those last 14 starts. He's got a sub-2 ERA in that time span as well. as been able to do a nice job of being able to keep the ball in the yard. And then you take a look at Jose Arikidi. Going into the postseason, the team was 8-2 and two in his last 10 starts, but he has only pitched once here in the postseason, so I do think that Russ is going to be a little bit of something that you want to note, and that one start, he wound up getting five outs, said he gave up six runs, five of which were earned. You have to factor in the fact that I think that Christian Javier is going to be seeing quite a few innings as well. This is almost a joint handicap because I don't think that Jose Urikidi, even if he winds up doing things ideally, is going to be going north of four innings, and for Christian Javier, this is a guy that you take a look at him in the postseason. 
two and two-thirds inning scoreless against the Chicago White Sox, two innings scoreless against the Red Sox, and I believe that was game one, and then later on in the series, he comes back for three scoreless. So that is a big part of this handicap with Christian Javier. He is someone that has been able to do a relatively solid job at home. 303 ERA during the regular season compared to a 429 on the road. The deep ball has hurt him a little bit. This is someone that overall for the year has given up right around 1.4-ish home runs per nine innings. You take a look at Jose Urquidy, and what I do like about him is the fact that he's been able to do a good job with command. Overall for this season, he's given up right around two walks per nine innings, so he's been able to hold up at the point of attack. Not necessarily much of a strikeout guy, and this is an Atlanta Braves team that they showed yesterday that they are willing to strike out. They wound up having 12 punch outs yesterday, but also with the Atlanta Braves, everyone in this lineup, now that you've got the designated hitter involved in this, is a threat. All nine of their starters wound up getting at least one hit in the game yesterday. I mean, we all know at this point, Eddie Rosario is a man on fire. He, during the postseason, has been absolutely hellaciously hot as he is hitting right around a 470 overall for the postseason. He wound up having 14 hits in that last series against the Dodgers. That was a record, tied for the record, for the most hits in any sort of a postseason series, and everyone else that had done it before him, well, they had seven games to do it, and he wound up doing it in six. Adam Duvall winds going deep for a home run yesterday along with Ore Soler. Soler has been a massive pickup for this Atlanta Braves team, but also when you take a look at the Houston Astros, going to yesterday, they had scored at least five runs in 12 out of their 13 games this month. You've got Carlos Correa, Kyle Tucker, Jose Altuve, along with Jordan Alvarez. All guys that during the regular season hit at least a 272 with at least 26 home runs apiece. You've got a guy, Michael Brantley, who wound up going three for five yesterday. He hit above a 300 for the regular season and the postseason going into yesterday. Now, Martin Maldonado, very much a liability at the plate, but pretty much everyone else is a threat as well. And then you take a look at the bullpen use of the Atlanta Braves and AJ Minter, Tyler Madzik, likely knocked out for this game. For Minter, 43 pitches used. Tyler Madzik, 20 yesterday. So you've got to figure that Jesse Chavez is going to need to come out of the pen, and you're probably going to need to get at least six innings out of Max Freed, but Freed has actually done that on a couple of occasions this postseason. You take a look at the start that he wound up having against the Milwaukee Brewers. He winds up going six scoreless there. He winds up giving up two runs in six innings in his first start against the Dodgers before the last one, and I just don't know if the Astros are going to get a lot of length out of Jose Urquidy, because I did mention Christian Javier. You've got him in the pen, and Kendall Graveman is able to give you a little bit of something as well. He was one of the very few arms that were not used up by the Houston Astros yesterday, but I think that this is going to be a spot in which we're going to see quite a few runs and I just think that Freed in general is going to be better than the duel of Odekiti along with Christian Javier. So the New York Post play of the day here is the Braves on the money line and I'm going with the total as well. And now we're wrap things up for the Baseball Betting Podcast on this Wednesday. A big thanks to John Jansen of Fox Sports Philadelphia the Gambler for joining me in the last segment. If you like what you're hearing from this fine podcast, the Baseball Betting Podcast with Greg Peterson, you're able to subscribe wherever you your podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you have a question, comment, segment idea, what have you for this podcast, you have one of two ways we offer those in. First one is my Twitter timeline, at GUnit underscore 81. Keep in mind, letters here, they mean does not matter, so as per usual, please do send these into the timeline, and the other way is find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated, and then from there, you're able to fire and whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast by that five-star review. Coming at you guys every single day throughout the baseball season, which means I'll be chatting at you once again tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in.